Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey Dave. Yeah Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey everyone, it's the Matron Page App Podcast. Myself and Chris are back. Uh, after a short Finally? foray, well, it's been like a week. Two. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've missed a week and we're yeah. back. Okay. There we are. Um, about six before that. <laughs> no, yeah, that yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, we yeah. did that, so it was a little bit cold, the water, and we went away for a week to America. It was great. Yeah, it was. It was great. We'll talk about all that in a minute. Um, I want to know what your page is for this week. Though. Football Twitter. Again, Paul, football Twitter, mate. Always. I had, I had a day yesterday where I just spent it on Twitter for some unknown reason. It was ridiculous. It started off, and I was having a, a relatively good, well, now a good conversation um, with Dan Kennett and with Steve Davies. And then it just Hang on. got. I don't think it started as a good co- co- conversation. Was it not you having a go with him first? No, I didn't have a go. I, I had a. Go- I didn't have a go with Dan. Yeah, I had a go. Uh, a co- I asked him to explain something, uh, and he ignored that and took part of my tweet that he thought I was taking umbrage with. Fair enough. Probably did come across like that. Didn't mean to be. Um, but this is part of the problem, myself included. Is that 180 characters or whatever it is now isn't enough to have a proper discussion? What I should have done is WhatsApp Dan. Yes, that's what I should or have rang done. Him. Or rang him. Yeah, and I'd had a talk like that. But this is the thing: you're able to do it in real time on Twitter, and then hundreds of people bomb onto a conversation that you're having and then you'd end up having like nine different discussions in different threads and not only that the thing that really pisses me off some people don't thread it some people decide to quote retweet you to make you look like a cunt right and that that is mental Hmm. because a it's really difficult for people to join in the conversation which i don't want anyway which is fine um but also, why you are like if you quote retweet someone when you're having a conversation, you're a prick. Yeah. End of because you're doing that for the attention. And I had about three people doing it to me, and I was like, I nearly said, but then I come across as a prick. Why are you quote retweeting your prick? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But there's no other. And then you quote retweet him. <laughs> yeah. And then to uh, say what a prick. Yeah. But there's the, like what it. What I generally do it to, to highlight morons. Oh no, I I don't. I don't actually. I, I'll do it where I go. I really like this. Bang. Yeah. You know what I mean. And part of the part of the problem is, and I include myself in this again, like the last time I did a page, is that not enough people's parents said to them when they were younger, "If you've got got anything nice to say, don't say anything." Yeah. And that's part of the problem because now Twitter just exists to just say negative things, yeah, it's, and that's all it does. Paul, yeah. I am nowhere near finished, mate. I'll carry on. Back the fuck off. <laughs> I've got a long way to go on this one, mate. <laughs> so we're talking 
about football. We're talking about Liverpool. We're talking about the European champions who won 97 points in the Premier League who didn't. And Liverpool fans have lost their heads, at least 50% of them, maybe. I don't know. I'm making percentages up. But on Twitter, the vast majority of people that I am now seeing somehow are losing their heads. And it's because they've jumped onto this conversation. The people that I know in real life have not lost their heads at all. In fact, the people that I know in real life are kind of looking forward to the season to start so we can stop talking about transfers again. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's this binary thinking, this binary talking that does my head in more than anything. It's like... They everybody says something, and maybe it's the character limit. Maybe it, and they just go, "This is going to happen because of this." And it's like, hang on a minute, football is more than just that. You can't just tell me something in pre-season and expect that that's the case. Now it's hard to be a, an optimist as a football fan because more often than not, well, let's be honest, one team wins the Premier League every year. Therefore, nineteen fan bases, the pessimists are going to win out every single time, and one fan base of optimists are going to win out. So simple odds would suggest that if you're an optimist you're going to fail in this long-term argument, which it is, because I had people saying to me yesterday, I'll remind you of this in May. Really? Really? You're going to remind me of that in May? Get a goddamn life. Mm. Honestly. You know what I mean? And I tell you, it's just absolutely pathetic, but it spills over into your real life. So I'm out in Burger King with the kids, (laughs) right, having lunch. And I look back at my phone when we get back to ours, and, the, and someone's That's going. It's an outstanding choice, by the way. It was a good choice. They <laughs> chose it. I did that. I have nothing well, to do children. with this. They had chicken nuggets. Don't ask. Oh, no. Don't ask. Oh, they've come so close. <laughs> Don't ask. And fallen so far. Ridiculous. We'll come on to that next week. Oh, you've um, <laughs> Go on. But then, so I get home and I check Twitter. And I, can, I, told, I knew he wouldn't reply to that. I said, lads. I'm feeding my kids you know what I mean I'm not checking Twitter all the time I'm in a conversation I'll leave it for half an hour I'll pick my phone back up when they're doing something benign over there and then when they start to try and kill themselves again I'm going to have to get involved in that instead of Twitter you know what I mean and then but there's this one-upmanship that happens all the time throughout it and you just your head's just completely chocker with it and you're like I've got a life this isn't my life. There are people who live on Twitter. That's fair enough. I dip my toe in and out most of the time. I'll post things like stuff that Redmen's done, stuff that I, I might have done. Generally, don't get into too many big discussions because this is what happens when I do. Stupidly, I decided to get in one yesterday. I regret it. I might just go and delete all the tweets so that no one... They've they probably screenshots. Oh, yeah. oh, well, I've seen you being... You've been screenshotted several times this week already. Oh, the Everton thing again. Oh, no, there's the one about someone made a quote up uh, that you'd said like and put a picture of you out there that they'd screen grab from like a video you did for Chelsea fans TV or whatever and you replied to him calling him a scrotum I thought that was a great s- reply and I've seen that like screenshotted all over really? for the week like yeah, brilliant yeah, yeah. so what happened so what I've tend to do in situations like that is I replied and muted them straight away so you can piss in the wind for all I want yeah. I just wanted to make him really angry and have no and have no chance of getting back in touch with me yeah. if he wants to say, say things about me that's absolutely fine I'm not yeah. too bothered the guy didn't even have the bollocks at me in the first place yeah. I, I found it from somebody else who added me into the thread so shows you how much how big his balls were yeah. you know what I mean and then you look at it and then you have other people like we've just released the clap thing and then someone else jumped on it and was like, why, you, you, you know, you, you think you're socialist and all that, but, you know, why is the clock thing behind the paywall? I'm like, socialism doesn't work in a capitalist culture. You can't be the only socialist in a capitalist culture. It doesn't work. We live in a capitalist culture, unfortunately. It's, it's what, what, what the, the simple mathematics of why that, the clock interview, the vast majority of which goes behind the paywall, is that it costs 
It cost us thousands of pounds to get that in, to get that in. It wasn't it was given to us, but it was given to us because effectively we had to fly two of us over to fucking America and live there in, the, in, in and and come back. You know what I mean? So the 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 it's not we've not made particularly made money on it or whatever. It's just that it all in all funds. Yeah, I know it's 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 funny. But I I find that the the general rule of thumb I find is if people don't we've had a Redman's had a, a paywall for. Seven years, Longer. like that. Eight. Eight, years. Eight years, eight years, and no one ever really mentions it, apart from when we do something really good and, <laughs> and don't give it away for free. And don't give it away for nothing, like yeah. And, and the problem is, we do loads of really good stuff. Yeah, yeah, but it's when you it get just to, doesn't all have clapping. When you get something fucking, you know, it's some super fucking brilliant. You put and you and you do that, and and that, and people kick off. That's not that's generally when they kick off. They don't kick off about the day the day to day stuff. No, the, but also the, the question you're accessing your integrity. And it's like, well, hang on a minute. I, I just like, oh my god, I, three tweets in. I had the first access tweet about me, and I, and I'm like, are you kidding me? You you only moan about access in pre-season when everybody gets good access. Yeah, that's just the way that it works. You, you I haven't seen you for. 12 months because we haven't had any access yeah, in the last 12 months yeah, he doesn't speak to us during the season he doesn't he doesn't pop around there for a couple one day he might um, I'd love him too the invite's there mate honestly if you want to come out yeah, yeah, but no yeah you know you're right it's funny but this is the thing these are these are like are the consistent replies I see whenever certain situations are triggered I'm like I'm my page was very nearly football this week <laughs> because I'm so fucking tired of the whole thing and, and most of it comes from and you've covered the vast majority of the reasoning behind it apart from the fact that it feels like about three days since the last season finished but like it is the the, the reactions on it I find I find utterly exhausting you're right binary is exactly the way I was gonna I was gonna use to describe it it's the is it you in this camp or this camp why why is everyone in I mean look we this like is camping. not America. We don't have to put people in camps. Like you know what I mean. Like fucking, you know. This is, this is not not everything has to be like you, you're either in this you're in, and that's what Twitter does because you're right. You know because there's no room for nuance. You see what is a very unnuanced point and there's a very simple response to it. And then there's ne- no 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 argument was ever settled in a one in one tweet. I've had no argument was ever won on Twitter ever. By the way, ever ever ever. It's effectively a, now become an app. Where you can choose which arguments you wish to get into today. Yeah. It's like, yeah, like, oh, I fancy getting an argument about <laughs> Star Wars today. Brilliant. Oh, look, the Rise of Skywalker trailers out. Let's delve into that. What a fucking crock of shit that is. What's JJ Abrams going to do in it? Oh, yeah. And you can dive into any of them. Pick, pick one. There's, there's 15 different ones for Liverpool at the moment. You know, if you want to just, if you fancy an argument, just say, I think Adam Alana could be a good squad member for Liverpool this season. And then just sit back, sit back and wait Don't for the replies to Duck. roll in. Duck. Yeah, That's exactly. what you need to do. Wait for your mentions to fill up like a fucking like a big pot of hate. Um, so no, I, I was gonna go with all that because you're right. It's it's so it's so draining. The whole the whole thing is so absolutely exhausting because you can't you can't get it. You can't truly get into things. You can't argue, and then you end up in a world where you've got weirdos who then start you were screenshotting things and making stuff up and fucking diving back and trying to trying to take pot shots and stuff and it's like oh, it's, I find it I find it utterly exhausting. I, I want to talk about Twitter again in a, in a minute, but before I do, my my, my page this week um, is rules that we set for our children, um, okay. and it's it's and not all rules because children need rules. It's the rules that I just I don't. There's some rules I just make up on the spot because you'd have to, because you're allowed to, because you're a parent. But it's the rules that I instinctively throw out there that I've never really stopped to consider whether they are worthwhile rules or not. Like I have things like 
don't get up from the dinner table. Like, and, I'm, and I think, if they get up, if they have a fucking spoon of dinner and then they walk around the room and they come back and have another spoon of dinner and they eat all the dinner, am I asked whether they are sat you, down to Are you mad? Not? That's chaos, Paul. That's anarchy. What's going on? Yeah, you don't no. do that in a restaurant. No, I know, but... Don't, you know, don't, don't do it at home. Well, exactly. But there's a load of these things, like, and it's, it's things like, again, it comes after food. You eat everything on your plate. Well, how, how, I'm arbitrarily setting how much food they eat here. You know what I mean? Like, well, you are, no... yeah. You get to put how much food on the plate. Exactly, on, on but the plate. I don't know how much food they actually need. I have no concept of how much a fucking three-year-old actually, I guess, I can create a good guess. Like, I can go, that seems too much, because that's more than I'm having, <laughs> so that's too much. But that looks too little. Like they, if, they, if they can finish it in three mouthfuls, that's probably too little. But there's like, and then we do, and then we, and it, all, and then it spirals out into fucking mass arguments. And Because it's the amount of stupid arguments I end up with and fight, fights with me kids over things that I just think like, am I prepared to die on this hill? Am I prepared to like like I, I, give you a great one? one. Give Come you a great on. one. So for some reason, my son um, has started having like his, he's got a lamp in his room. It's one of those ones where you, you touch it and it's got three three light settings basically. So he started having it on in the lowest light, and he, he's never like never never slept with that. But it's crept into his bedtime routine. And I made a I made a I know the reason why. My wife turned it on and she listens. And I know, sorry babe, I'm mentioning this, but like I I passively aggressively mentioned in like a. How's this ended up happening? Well, there's only two ways, there's only two people who can possibly be responsible for this, and I know bloody well it wasn't me. So I passively aggressively mentioned this is the thing. So she's got, got annoyed by that and is now actively seeking to do it. And we ended up in like a pitched two-hour screaming battle with my eldest last night because of this fucking lamp who became Mr. Lampy that we'd stolen from him. Like he, you know, he, he became personified. Oh, why not? Like yeah, and it, and it became personified, and we'd stolen this lamp, and he was. He was like, and you know, and you just think like, what am I doing? Do you really care? Yeah, and, and it's that. Do you care? No, no, it no, like no, no, no. I mean, no, you no, brought but, it up, but but the, that's the point. And you're willing to walk into an argument with Charlie for it? No, 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 home no, no. We, we, we were talking about this last night, actually. So, it, but it's it. She'll laugh because I'm, 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 I'm. But the point is, is that I we we both ended up in this massive battle over a fucking lamp because we decided. I decided that he wasn't going to have this fucking lamp in his bedroom, and this happens to me on a day-to-day business. I realised. Did you give it the old Blackpool Illuminations line? No, no, no. I very nearly walked in and threw it at the wall eventually, but I, I, I opted not to. We gave up. We had a chat, and eventually got the lamp back, and I ended up with a sensible discourse, which is hard with kids. But eventually, you can, you can kind of add it. When I, I basically said, if you can prove to me that you can go to bed with it on, then you can have it. But what if you don't, do? but if you don't, then you can't. And he went, okay, sound. And I was like. Brilliant. So we just turned it off. No, no, no. We went to bed with it on. But it's there's there's one of myriad examples of these, and a lot of them are like handed down to us. It's like accepted wisdom from parents and stuff that we don't even think about doing. And I do. I, I think about these all the time, and I'm just like, there should be some scientific. Uh, there, there should be a proper. There should be a proper rule book. Show me the chewing book. gum that wraps around your heart. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, there's so many things that we do. But Show we, me this. Me and my wife talk put about it on this the packet, like cigarettes. Because uh, boys and girls learn differently, so boys learn from doing stuff, and girls basically learn from being told a lot of the time, particularly in upbringing. So like, you, you, so there's girls that won't do stuff because their mums basically were like, "Don't do that, or you'll die." And girls go generally go, "Okay, cool." Whereas boys are like, "Don't put my finger in the socket." <laughs> go on. Uh, oh shit! Oh, you were right. Sorry. And then you know, six months later, they'll go, "Oh, <laughs> do it again." Um, but yeah, these are the, these. It's it's um, 
yeah, there's so many things that you you realise you can you're conditioned in from your own childhood that were complete complete bollocks that your parents made up on the spot. And I find myself doing the same. And a guidebook would be nice. I'd like someone to proof all of these like rules. Like, is it really bad for you sitting dead close to the telly? You know what I mean? All all you know, you're not going to get square eyes, are you? They're not even square lie. anymore. Lie. They're not square. Yeah, exactly. Should be rectangular. Yeah, absolutely. But all this stuff, yeah. So yeah, the the, the bullshit. Do you rules watch 3D we telly? Do you get 3D eyes? Oh my god. Yeah, the bullshit rules that we make up for kids can get can get purged for this week until I desperately need to fall back on some for some peace and quiet. What's the earliest Paul that you've invoked Father Christmas in, in a year? Ooh, that's a. It, it's May tough. was mine, by the way. It's got well, my eldest birthday is April, so you've got birthday up until then. So probably you need to. I don't think you can go big on on Santa on Santa until. Until you start to see Christmas things in the shops, and so you, because it's not real, there's always there's little things that you can punish with oh, in the meantime. Still works. I mean, I say it was like May time. Father Christmas is watching. What are you doing? What are you doing? Father Christmas is watching. You know. Okay, Santa. <laughs> Did I tell you about? I must have told you this. I don't think I haven't done it on this podcast though. The the greatest misuse of Father Christmas as a threat I ever heard in my entire life was in Belvale. I was in CX in Belvale, and it, I think it was a nan who had the, had the kids, and the kids were being meffs and running around, and the nan said, "You kids better behave, or Father Christmas will get you." <laughs> <laughs> he did tell me. Get you. Like, She's just, she's lost it there. She's been watching Happy she's on gone. Netflix. That's what she's done. She's Anyone gone. who watches that will know. She's gone a step too far there, and she's 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 gone. It's like your dad'll get you, or your granddad'll get you, and she's gone with the Christmas threat, but she's tied it into some sort of usual child domestic abuse, and and so Father Christmas is now this figure of absolute terror in their in their house. So uh, yeah, you've got to be you've got to be careful. You've got to be careful with all that. Um, I might try it myself. Yeah, we're gonna get into our. We've, we've we've as mentioned, we've been away in the states for a week. Some really interesting stuff that that that, that happened. Um, tying into our our Twitter conversation from earlier though, I discovered. So we got on the flight home. And the last thing I pretty much did on social media was there was that video doing the rounds of the Merseyside MP asking Boris Johnson, yeah. the new Prime Minister, um, for those of you outside the country don't know, um, say, uh, asking to apologise. Yeah, asking to apologise for his comments in The Spectator from years ago when he basically said that Liverpool was like a victim, had a victim status culture and yeah, self pity city and all this kind of stuff. And instead of taking that opportunity to just go, like, he could have said, it was a long time ago, and my and like you know, he could have used the whole like I've changed as a person. Anything could have said, you know, could have didn't even need to say because him saying sorry wouldn't have changed my opinion. Wouldn't have changed my opinion of him necessarily. It wouldn't have made me come full circle to Boris Johnson in any way, shape, or form. But the, I, I, anyway, he went through this bullshit politician Tory bluster that they all do, and he's the, he's the fucking king of of saying absolutely nothing in a really bumbling British way. Um, that probably the people who really like him just think is really endearing or whatever, and spouted a load of absolute horseshit that base morons listen to, and, and it just ticks a little box in their brain and go, there you go, politician saying something that I very top line agree with, that'll do for me. Um, and I cut, I, and I just I, I quote retweeted because I use quote retweets to, to to highlight positive things that I, I like, but also to highlight morons. Um, but I, all I wrote was. Tory cunt is 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 Tory cunt or, or some a way that might there might have been an art or two in there, um, and we got off the plane to, to to discover that my my Twitter account had been locked for it for like offensive for citing hate or something like that. It was bollocks. It was complete and utter bollocks. But um, I um, 
I'm not wrong <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. I thought about it's a simple equation, really. If yeah, you think of the if, maths if, of if it all, if like you, if you put you, an equal sign in where it is was. Yeah, if you believe that he's a Tory cunt, then he's being a Tory cunt. Which well, is, you didn't actually say that he was. Yeah. You just said Tory cunt equals Tory cunt. Yeah. Yeah. Let them draw their conclusions. Yeah, for anyone who's a fan of cinema sins, you know, like that's it, it was it was that. Um, but no, it, I um, it, yeah, it 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 got me to the point where I hate that because there's a, like a moral stance, and I had no so I had no Twitter because I couldn't be asked to sort it because I needed to read a page and we were jet like to fuck coming back and I just wasn't. I, I was I had my kids and you know and all that and I was having a fun time with the family so I launched it and I, I didn't go on to I didn't well I tell you I tried to go on Twitter all the time because I've realized that I get my news from Twitter. I keep up to date with what's happening in the world and things that I'm asked about from, from Twitter. So like I come to like the match, the match on Sunday and I wanted to know what the start of 11 was. And my routine is go to Twitter, type at LFC. It never comes up first. Yes, so never scroll comes to up. the bottom. Never comes up. Did you mean at, all the way to go to at LFC? And I look at, and I get the, the start of 11. And I couldn't do that because I had to clear off this page. So I had to go through, like, I went to the Liverpool Echo website, couldn't find it. I had to go to the official Liverpool website and find it. Could you it. not get on Redmond's Twitter or anything? No, I couldn't get on Twitter at all because I had this page up oh, that I didn't wow. want to, I needed, needed dealing with, so I didn't want to go get back off, off it or whatever. Yeah, yeah, okay. And also I was enjoying not being on Twitter, but then I couldn't anyway. So yeah, it, it led me to that situation. So I, I was off Twitter for like three beautiful, glorious, glorious days. And then I've turned it, I, I turned it back on again because I, the match was on and I wanted to just I had like five minutes a piece to look through and I, I had to delete that tweet which is good but I, I had to and um, it's just been fucking horrendous since then it's been absolutely glad to turn it back on no no I really wish I, I, and that's the point is that I really wish there was an alternative to it if I could get all of the like the things that I enjoy about Twitter without all of the shit I hate about Twitter like what Twitter was when I first when we first, when it was first the thing in the first like three years of Twitter it was lovely and in the last three years it's been Fucking utterly horrendous. Um, the American tour, then. That was good. We had some interesting times, didn't we? I, mm. yeah, the Boston being the hottest place on the face of planet Earth. Yes. And walking around there. But then I want to talk, <laughs> should we tell people the story in New York? Because I did a little bit of a Twitter thread about this at the time. So, but do you want to, we, 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 get, we get to the airport and where does it all start to go wrong? Was it when you said this has gone really well? <laughs> this oh. has gone really smoothly. We checked the bags in. We got our we got our boarding passes. You, turned only... on, you stopped. You stopped mid stride to turn round. Going, this has gone really well. And what did I say? Your tits. Yeah. Why have you said no! that? No. <laughs> why would you? Why would I say that? Why would I, I, I guarantee? There's people listening to this or watching this going. What are you doing? You can't say. Why that. would you say that in an airport? Honestly, because I've no idea. I've got no idea what, and I, and I tried to caveat it with. I said this has gone really smoothly up till now. It didn't work. No, it didn't no. work because airport gods knew exactly what you were. Within doing. twenty minutes, the flight had been cancelled. And then it's like, okay, Sam, we just need to go and find somewhere to someone to talk to. Which in an airport, there's loads of people to talk to. Uh, not many people who can actually help you in situations. Oh. So we ended up walking around for a little bit. We found a flight uh, a flight desk that was for American Airlines, which is who we were with. A, 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 a plane that was leaving for America. We walked straight up to them and went, our plane's been cancelled. And the lovely woman went, brilliant, where are you going? Like, New York. And she's like, this one leaves now. Jump on. And we went, what about our bags? And she went, they'll follow you. Don't worry. Very nonchalant. 
and it, it left two minutes me on later edge. we were on the plane yeah. and our luggage wasn't but our luggage but they was were so confident yeah, weren't they, were. they that it was coming so we, we learned an important lesson which stay, stay tuned you know, strap in because it's an important life lesson that we're about to delve, delve into and, and, and bestow upon you much earlier in the podcast than we normally do such things so we landed in Boston no, not in Boston, America, in New York. In New York. Yeah, in America. That's where, that's where yeah. I'm going wrong. Go. Yeah, brilliant. We've nailed that. Not jet liked at all anymore. Um, just thick. Um, we landed in New York. I was we right. I just check. didn't want to count my chickens. Absolutely. I just went with America. Yeah, we landed in America. Yeah, we landed on Earth. Um, we <laughs> at a later at a later time in our lives, we went to find out where the bags are. And they went, oh, they're, they're coming like they're like thirty-five like, minutes. Yeah, it's like thirty-five minutes away. They're coming on the next flight. Perfect. Well, we'll go and get it. We go upstairs. There's a five guys. Nailed it. There you go. Well, this is karma for us. Our bag's been on a different yeah, plane. I absolutely. think we might have even said it. Yeah, literally said that. This has worked out splendidly for us. You know, I think we, we've earned the right for there to be a five guys here, not just some like shitty news agents with some crap coffee. Five guys, perfect. And then like we're waiting, waiting, waiting. And then we like, go to the toilet and we check. You've missed the crazy lady out. Oh God, there was a crazy. Oh, well, I couldn't. She was. All I heard was a mad babbling noise behind me. <laughs> There was a there was a genuinely insane woman. She was insane. Yeah, she was shouting it thin air yeah. for, for like half an hour, and the, she was gaining as well, like, yeah. like dribbling and all kinds of stuff. Like I was, I get like that when I've not had the five guys for a long time. <laughs> but seriously, this was she more had like than that. four suitcases with her, and she was murderously, ragingly angry. So veins and red face and Spit. screaming and shouting and slobbering to no one but herself and I thought because she come in slams the bags and I thought she was just going to like fucking American Airlines or <laughs> fucking LaGuardia Airport or fucking whatever and then and then go sit down and have a have a, have a coke and a smile or whatever but no she just proceeded to shout at herself and her imaginary friends for I don't think they were friends fucking hell for her, imag yeah, her imaginary enemies <laughs> her imaginary sworn enemies and then Vanished. Yeah, left the bag. And left the bag. A handbag with a passport, and, a, and I could literally see a purse open on top of her suitcase. With the suitcases, and I'm like, now she's clearly insane. So I, I, I put it beyond her to to have like some sort of complex mechanical or you know chemical bomb. Um, but people leaving their bags unattended in, a, in, in an you've airport. Got so many bags in an it's airport. Not like you can just forget them. That is a faux pas. Um, and I, yeah, I think we 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 we. Just kind of casually moved ourselves away from that situation to discover that the flight with our bags on had been delayed, like a, like another well, no, a couple it, hours. You know, no, first of all, it got delayed for sixteen minutes or something, yeah. and then we were like, oh. so I came back. I was like, sixteen minute delay. Then went back, and then you were like, it's three hours now. I was like, what? No, we just said there. Walk back over. You were still sat down. I think you were checking on your phone. I was like, yeah, and now it's three hours. So go down, speak to the speak to the lovely people. Um, whose system has gone down by this point oh yeah this, that was brilliant so they're, they're in lost luggage it's a busy place in LaGuardia, LaGuardia <laughs> yeah. airport it's busier than a McDonald's right <laughs> it's so busy they lose a lot of luggage uh -huh. so these four people have got no system at this point they don't even know that the plane's down we're telling them that the plane's going to be like three hours later and they're like oh it's fine we'll just send you the luggage yeah okay we're like you sure and like, yeah just fill in this form and, then we, were, and then we were like and then she went do you know what I get, I get my manager to fill in the form. You just need to fill in the address. 
you're lovely. And she goes, because they, they, they were so like, because the thing is, bear in mind, they had to break out of like a, a piece of paper to fill this in, which the girl, I don't, I think she must have been a millennial and she, she had was no really idea. against paper. The forms were filled in on pieces of paper. So she was baffled by this by this concept of like a, of a, of a, of a, a writing implement that you put into your hand and then it left leaves like a trail on paper. Because um, she's got an Apple pencil normally. Probably, like, yeah. Um, and um, anyway, yeah, so they, 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 they get and they're saying, because we're looking at it to balance it. It's like, well, we could wait here for another couple of hours and get the bags, or we could have another couple of hours in, in New York. I think that's a perfectly reasonable uh, you know, equation to kind of balance out. But they say, oh, look, as soon as the bag gets here, they'll just, they'll, they'll just throw them in a, in, a, in, a, in a car or whatever, and they'll bring them straight to you. You'll have them this evening. They'll follow mm-hmm. it. I'm like, well, they're amazing. That's, that's perfect. No problems with that whatsoever. A couple of hours. Well, that means we get a couple of extra hours in New York, and the bags will come. Well, no problems whatsoever. And we don't have to sit in... Uncomfortable chairs and eat yet another five guys. Yeah, you know, so like cholesterol, boss. Um, we get to the airport. The hotel, we get to the hotel in America. In America, in the on the earth, and the guys like the, the concierge guy. just goes, "No luggage." He goes, he goes, "Oh, the luggage just follows this evening." He went, <laughs> "No, it's not." And we're like, "Well, okay." He obviously doesn't know the full details. We'll have to explain the story to him. No, 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 don't worry. They've, it was following us just behind. They've explained to us this is an arrival. I've worked here for twenty-five years. You are not getting. No your one has tonight. ever had their luggage on the same day. Ah. Right, and he goes. It'll be a few days. But, All right, so we go in and we check in and we speak to the guy on the desk and we go. Okay, well, this guy's like he's not just some. He's not a concierge. He's not just a five dollar an hour concierge. This is the main man here. He, he'll know. We'll so we'll explain the story. He's to wearing him. a suit. Yeah, exactly. We'll explain the story to this guy and he and he get. He just goes. <laughs> no, you won't be getting, He goes. Yeah, this is like Monday. He goes. You won't be getting your bags tonight. Defo. It's ridiculous. It's like laughable that you even think that's possible. It's impossible. You probably won't get them tomorrow. You might get them. You might get them the day after. You'll probably get. You'll definitely get them the day after the day after. And we were like, well, we fly home the day after the day after, mate. So, and then like, I realised that this couldn't be any less your fault or your problem. But like, do and he went. Look, I'm just. I'm. I'm trying. Like, don't shoot the messenger. I'm explaining to you from our years of experience. Don't get your hopes up. So then he started to tell us how it worked. So apparently, there's just a, a man with a van. And, it, and right, and what happens is all the lost luggage, again, I will say LaGuardia loses a lot of luggage, gets shipped to a man with a van. This man with the van also picks up from JFK. And is there another airport as well? Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Newark as well. He picks up all the lost luggage and he gets it about midnight. Hmm. So, right, he's picking luggage up at midnight when all the flights have come in so they've got all the day's lost luggage. So completely impossible for us to get our luggage on the day anyway. Yeah. And then it's just hit and hope. He probably goes home for a sleep and he probably sets off the next morning. And where are you in closest hotels? Yeah, to like the, it's, like, it's like if you ever tried to track a, a parcel on my Hermes, it would also absolutely assholes. Um, so we, we, in our infinite wisdom, um, because we're, we're, we are brilliant men, we've achieved, for, for two men who've achieved, you know, some pretty significant milestones in their lives off their own backs, yeah, yeah. we are fucking idiots. Oh, yeah. So... We have to rewind the story a little bit to put a little to put a little filler bit in. As we get to like five minutes from the hotel, our phones start making this ludicrous alarm noise. This ludicrous noise. <laughs> um, flash flood warnings. Override. I've never seen this happen. It overrides every function on your phones. And bear in mind, we've got personal and business phone, and then. The, 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 the smartwatches as well so we both got basically three devices that go fucking ape shit at us like I, it, I, I thought it was like a, the, my, a bomb mine were all on silent mine were all on holy silent holy shit scared the living piss and it, out and of us and it vibrates to a, to a setting that doesn't exist no. I can't get it to vibrate so hard trust me it's like a disco vibration setting basically and it, like, if, it, like if you put your phone down it would flip on its end effectively that's the kind of vibration it's doing so saying there's a flash flood warning Oh, wow, that's weird. Okay, cool, whatever. So anyway, we've lost our luggage. We decide we've got no equipment and we've got the clothes on our backs. So we decide, look, we need toiletries and we need clothes for at least the, the next day, underwear, socks, that kind of stuff. So we head out into this weather warning flash flood that was such a bad flash flood that our phones were overrided with the message that there was going to be a fucking flash flood. Um, and it even gave us the times. Just... Which was almost, almost exactly the time we left the hotel. Yeah. So 30 seconds into leaving the hotel, we're all in because we are soaked to the fucking bone. My trainers. I think you're already moaning about your feet at this yeah, point. Yeah, my, I've got like the, the, the fucking Fennels, which are just material. They're fucking socks with rubber on the bottom. I mean, basically, yeah, all they're doing is catching water. Yeah, yeah there's just sponges on my feet. Sponges with a, with a solid tread on the bottom. Uh, so I'm completely, completely, utterly soaked. I had, a, I, had a, I had a rainproof jacket on. You didn't. So you're like wet t-shirt competition I, by yeah, this point. Full nipples. Nipples out, everywhere. All kinds. Nipples as far as the eye can see. Um, Down by my knees. <laughs> and... Um, so we're all in. What are you going to do? So we've got to go and fight. We've got no choice now but to go on, press on in increasingly heavy <laughs> you know rain. how desperate we were? We went into Forever 21. Yeah. <laughs> That's how desperate we were for clothes. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even, I'm I nearly even... bought this like American flag <laughs> tracky top because it was the only thing that was even remotely like... Forever 21. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 36 years old. Um... So we walked, we found, we checked shops, and we found, we found bits and pieces, and we settled, and we found an, H, we found an H and M, and we got, the, and this is where, like, we get to the point, we get to the till, and I realise this is why you're very successful. Yeah, 
realise this is this is my one plus point in the whole trip almost. They only give you paper bags, and I was like, well, imagine, imagine this. <laughs> You've just gone out and you're only clothes, you're soaked, you buy new clothes and you get in a paper bag and you set three <laughs> steps outside of the fucking shop and there's your new clothes fucking KO'd as well, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, so I was like, have you not got any plastic bags? And he said, no. Get you a basically, whatever the American equivalent of bin bag is. Um, so, yeah, so I ended up carrying my oh, I'll add new clothes. Because they ran out of bin bags. Uh, yeah, the, the, last one. One. the last bin bag at H&M um, through Manhattan in, the, in, a, in a torrential... Flash flood, rainstorm. Um, yeah, that was great. Um, we got back and the bags stayed up at like one o'clock the next day. So it was like, we could have got, it was fine. It was lovely the next day. We could have just got up in the morning, like not, I had, had a shower with the toiletries were there, put our clothes back on again, gone and Google searched effectively proper places we wanted to go, bought the new clothes, come back. And by the time we got back, the fucking clothes would have been there anyway. It was a fun it wasn't fun. It was an anecdote. Look, it's just... one of the things that we did manage to do because, again, we're very similar in a lot of ways. Is we actually both bought this T-shirt independently of each other. I think there's a challenge that we might have to do on this channel at some point, where we've both given a clothing budget and set loose in town. And I honestly think we would come back with this because I nearly bought. If it, I, I wanted to buy the trainers you bought, I try. I went to try them on first, and they didn't have them in my size. And you bought them trainers. We both bought the same. They both bought the same T-shirt. Yeah, I was. I, I think I was. They were packing mine at the till, and you went. And you went. I've got. I've just I've bought, just that, bought that. There was, there was, four to a row. There was probably about thirty-six different Adidas T-shirts on this stand, and we both picked exactly the same fucking T-shirts. Jesus Christ! Um, so yeah. Anyway, um, one thing I want to talk about because we're going to plug this to the high heavens on all everything that we do. If you're not a Liverpool fan, you're watching this, you'll be a lot less interested in it. But obviously, understand that we are, and we have a mass interest in these things. Um, you got to sit down with Jurgen Klopp. I did finally. It was f- flipping fantastic. There was. Um, it was. It was mad because we were. In our, we were in Boston, we were in our apartment, and I, as another aside, I dropped my, I, we, we got to Boston, and we went out, we went for a walk, we went to a bar, we had a few pints, and I was just fucking done, and done in, someone had, someone had done me head in, and I went, I'd done, and I, I was tired, and I went home, and I got out the taxi, and I dropped my phone, and fucking smashed it, fucking brilliant, absolutely fucking amazing, when you're in the worst possible mood, and you just had no sleep, and then you do that, you just basically want to just fucking give up on the world. I so I had to use me the my other phone the, the, the my work phone which is no <laughs> first world problems like and I had spoken to Liverpool's press officer then that night and, and I'd, I'd had the foresight mercifully to say I haven't got my phone if you need to get hold of me this is, use this number so we get up in the morning and he messages me at like half nine in the morning I'm in bed and I'm tired and I don't want to get up and he's like yeah you can clop fifteen minutes can you be to here in an hour. <laughs> Yes, yes. So we yes, absolutely we can. So it was like I think you were on the you I think you were on the phone back home at the time, and it was like, there you go, you've got sixty minutes to prepare your Jurgen Klopp interview. How was that? With the hangover, rather rushed. I had the questions all written. I had loads of questions, but I had questions for an hour if I needed an hour. You know, so actually the the tough part was paring it down. Um, thankfully, I'd written the questions down and taken them all from my phone, from various different notes, things that I've been compiling for a year. Um, 
into yeah i just wrote them all down so i was fine so then it was just about writing them down in a an elusive sort of manner what was your um, what was it like then in terms of like from your because you you actually say you, you sit down you're like i'm nervous and i haven't been nervous to talk to anyone in ages i've not been nervous to have a conversation with someone in a long time yeah you should be i know i, I thought so because <laughs> that's it's true and it you get you, i don't want to say blase but you just you just take most things in your stride, don't you? But it was that it, that's a weird feeling, isn't it? To be like in front of someone that you genuinely give a fuck about so much that you're like, for me, it was like, I just don't want him to think I'm a bell end, and that makes me think more about what I would say than I probably would normally if it was the vast majority of people. Yeah, I think to, yeah. also it's having watched him so intently for so long, isn't it? I think that's what it comes down to, and you see the way he speaks to. Uh, journalists and stuff when they ask him a question that he thinks is fucking stupid yeah. he, he calls a spade a spade yeah. and I, that was the thing that I didn't want him to do that was the thing that I didn't want no that's that's silly you know what I mean you, when you ask him a question you, you want to see a, a, I think a wry smile of recognition yeah. from him and I think I got that on a couple of occasions so it was pretty cool Like, but from that like you know thankfully we just had an hour I think that was the other point. Yeah. Had I been able to stew on that for eight hours, I'd have probably worked myself into some kind of... I'd, I'd have been drinking, probably, <laughs> at that point again. But because it was only an hour, it was like, shit, I need to write this, and then we need to get in the cab, and we got all the equipment. There was too much to fill that hour with, so by the time I walked in, really, the only thing I was worried about was don't spill your coffee on him. <laughs> yeah. It's funny, though, one of the things that stood out about, about him, we'll talk about this a bit, but, like, he comes in, and he says hello... And he, you know, I, I, how you doing? Blah blah blah. And he sits down and he basically goes to you. How was France? How was France? And like, because he knows that you went to France. Because we told we told we told him about it at the, at, at the media day, but ahead of the Champions League final. The fact it's it's mental because I don't. I'm not saying other managers wouldn't do this or whatever, but like. For someone to take that level of put that level of time and thought, I don't think he does it deliberately. I just think you know, but it's 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 a it's a testament to the kind of character that he is. The 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 little things that he does that I don't think he realizes how much mean to people, mm. but it is those little nuances that like it show it, it makes you realize that I, I, I you love him and I love him and and it's it's for good reason. Absolutely, and I think you know we obviously told him we, we, I was going to France. You made sure of that. Um, but then he'd obviously watched the videos after the Champions League final and we spoke about that, about how he, he just wanted to get all the content, not just Redmen, all the content from all the content producers around Liverpool. And it was that, like, because he, he, he talks to you off camera about your dad and he does a little impression of your dad. Cool guy, yeah? <laughs> Damn, come on. Not bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And stuff like that. And, and he's like, cool fella or something like yeah. that, isn't he? And it's like, even if he did see them, he didn't have to tell us yeah. and he didn't have to show us that it mattered to yeah, him yeah and to be fair he's probably watched don't have to. hundreds of videos like you know and th 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 he doesn't need like, there's a most people might, might just like not remember things or not, not think you know what I mean not think about them more than oh that was cool the fact that he's not just watched them but, but taking them on board but as it well. could have been like for me for, for the one that he said to me when he came in he could have said that was a holiday yeah but he actually named the country that I went to so it obviously stuck there yeah. somehow yeah. And, and I don't know why because he had you know bigger fish to fry yeah. as it were like you know he was he was in the build up to a Champions League yeah. final it's been like two months 
dude, since then, well, not quite, you know, six, six, seven weeks or whatever, since the point at which we told we told him about that. And he's since had to go build up to a Champions League final, do a Champions League final, win it, go and do that massive parade through Liverpool, all that kind of stuff. Then go off on Aldi on the lash for, for, to Las Vegas or whatever for the weeks and other. Then get back into preseason and do blah, blah, blah. Then come off from doing a, a trail of interviews and stuff that he was doing around that time as well. And then walk it, yeah, just... Yeah, the little things, doesn't you know, when you think about pe- people and personalities and stuff, and people wonder why you buy into certain character types. And I, I've met, I've not met, I'm lucky that I've not met too many knobheads from the football world. I know they're out there, I've met a few, but there's, there's not many people who totally surpass your expectations of what they are as a, as a human being. And like, you can cop just everything, everything you'd want him to be, and, and more, isn't he? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we were told we were got fifteen minutes. I think the, the the video ended up being twenty three, something like that, in the end. And the press officer was just sat off thingy, and he was like, "Give it the wrap up thing to me." And I asked, I was like, "One more question." Asked the one question, and Jürgen can see out of the corner of his eyes, Matt telling him to to wrap it up. Jürgen just talks for like three minutes straight, yeah. and you're like, "That's brilliant." That hopefully show it showcased that he was enjoying himself yeah. as well. And you know, he had a lot of media duties that day. It wasn't just us; he was at the rap, he was at the Echo. There was probably somebody after us as well. But if he's enjoying himself, he will talk. And the press officer ain't going to stop Jürgen Klopp if he's enjoying himself. That's the that's what it comes down to, isn't it? Yeah, it was it was absolutely <laughs> brilliant. Um, one of the absolute standout from from the states is. Taking an open top bus tour. Oh, I've got two journeys, and I've not told you about this because I'd forgotten all about this journey. This is one of the drunk ones. Yeah. So, New York. No, Boston. Brilliant. Good stuff. Boston, America. America. <laughs> I went out with the rap lads. I then ran into Kevin from LA, who we'd met a few years ago when we went over there. Saw him across the bar. I was like. And just gave him a big fucking hug because they, they proper looked after us. So I ended up uh, drinking with them until the bar shut. And the bar, I don't know what time it was. And they were like, come back to ours. We've got beers and ours. I'm like, fucking right, let's just do it. Like, So we, we jump into an Uber. <laughs> Being absolutely flattered. <laughs> Get in the back seat. And there's four of us in the back. And no one in the front seat next to the driver. And we sit there for a 30 minute. Uber time basically squished into each other because we're just bladdered and didn't notice essentially for the first five minutes of the journey that there was no one in the uh, in the front seat. Anyway, we turned up there. It was very cosy. I can't remember if I sat on someone's knee or someone sat on mine, but it was a good time. Good times we had. Uh, and then we turn up there and uh, we get into this Airbnb or whatever it is and they're like, oh man, I'm really sorry. We drank all the beer. We forgot. <laughs> so I just jumped back into another Uber and found you. Brilliant. But you four on the seat, the four on the back seat story great. could be so sexy. Great, it was great. Was it three of the fellas? Yeah. Cool. Well, you know, I've thought you Um So yeah, the open top bus tour. We were at, we, we got we got invited to go on a, a, an open top bus tour from Carragher's Bar to Yankee Stadium, which is one of the most surreal experiences I've ever had in my entire absolute entire life. Um, singing Liverpool songs slightly out of key with our American brothers and sisters um, through some of the greatest spots. In, in like world history, you know, going 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 through going. It wasn't quite through Times Square. It was that. It was alongside. It was like Eighth or Ninth Avenue, and um, uh, and then up, up past the park, and then up through Harlem. And oh, we've got some videos that we can throw in yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Have you got a video of the the traffic lights? 
I don't know. There's, there's, but there's, yeah. The the problem with open top bus tours is that when you put football fans on them, you just want to stand up and sing. But also, American traffic lights hang from the center of the road, effectively. And basically, I don't think I got it on video, but like basically, you were almost decapitated by a fucking by a traffic light. So I, was like, I turned around, and there was a traffic light like five yards in front of me and I'm screaming and I'm like, ah, shit! And I just about duck from this traffic light. I mean, there was lads who got whipped by trees. I think Ben got cut on the face by one. It was it was like, because we were just up. But the thing is, when we got on the bus, the woman who was like looking after us was like, you got to sit down. And then as we got going and she saw how much fun we were having and she was she was Brazilian and she was like, and I was like, this Bobby Firmino is Brazilian. She was like, woohoo, dancing <laughs> along. And then she's going, they're all locking everybody up. And she's like conducting us at this point. It was absolutely mental. So then 10 minutes along uh, Central Park, absolutely giving it the beans. And you're sort of looking around and you're looking down at people on the street to begin with. And then you look up and there's just... An amazing view with some incredible skyscrapers. Like, where am I? What am I actually doing here? Like, then you do Central Park, then Harlem. Yeah. Then we went through Harlem and the Bronx, yeah. and we gave we gave a lot of shit to well, a lot was, of fans. There was of a other there was a fella fans. walking through Harlem in a in a in a Barcelona shirt who just got there's two open top buses back to back, and he just got fucking rinsed like you know you're, thinking, you're just going about your day in Harlem New York in your Barcelona shit which is probably considered to be quite cool or kitsch or trendy Hipster. or whatever yeah and then effectively 150 Liverpool fans on a fucking bus start start laughing at you and singing songs and making fucking 4 L gestures at you um, over on the side yeah all the best with your day for that mate absolutely um, brilliant yeah it was, it was I think the true ha- the, I mean the true low light of that was you know watching a lad very very close to me pissing into a beer can what? he needed the toilet oh I think it meant like someone you knew oh no no no, no. he was just two seats low light was a man for a he was two seats in front of me. me he was oh. two seats in front and he was desperate for a wee into a beer can into a beer can and so basically all over his hands on the floor pretty much yeah and then but then what was a highlight was he threw it into a dumpster truck fair play to him like good work good skills I'd have thrown it to Barcelona fans, to be honest. Um, yeah, so, bus. Yeah, so um, just moving on from all this stuff, just in, in terms of things that's happening in the in the in the world and our world at the moment. Our good mate David Vujanic just put a tweet out saying that he's he's leaving Copper Ninety. That comments below, which is run for God almost Seven as long years. as we've been running. Like, um, yeah, it's coming to an end. So he's moving on and what have you. And um, I, I look, I realise I don't watch. I don't watch much football content on YouTube, but obviously Copper Ninety is one of the biggest. I think got like it was like one point eight million subscribers or or something like that. Absolutely fucking massive. What are they doing? Like, I mean, they've had loads and loads of random strands and shows, and they've chopped and changed things throughout the years. But like, what I what I what I come to realize is. It's very most of these generic football channels. People hold them. People hold Copper Ninety up like it's like oh, Copper Copper Ninety, Copper Ninety. I mean, it does some good stuff, but it's never been brilliant. You know what I mean? It's always been. It, they've, they've done a couple of the, the odd worthy thing, which is what largely I know the people who set it up, the company behind. I think it was Big Balls Limited. They wanted to do that kind of stuff back in the day, and a few bits and pieces. But for I've, I've never understood our channel. It's got. 
had that much money and had that many subscribers, never like comparatively for the people who watch it. You know, you know something famous for being famous, basically. That's always been the thing. I don't know. I, I tend to disagree. You know, I I wouldn't say I watch it. You know, I've I've watched shows. I really like the Derby Days ones and stuff like that. But I, I, it was never appointments of you for me. You know, if if it cropped up and I had a bit of time, I might watch something. I always thought it was really good content whenever I watched it. I really did enjoy it. Like, I. It's it's the world's going niche and Copper ninety weren't niche hmm. in in one way. I think that's the problem with the, the general football thing. So many people have tried to crack it, and so many people have failed. I mean, have you seen? The, have you looked at the Football Republic lately? Like that was like two years ago. That was massive, and it was getting massive views on the videos. And now that it's getting like five thousand views, a, a but video the, there is stuff. one that's doing it well, and that's Football Daily, isn't it? Yeah. They, they, I think they've got like 1.6 million subscribers, and they're looking at still quarter of a million view every video minimum, yeah. um, with some going much, much bigger, which is 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 decent, you know, especially at a channel like that size doing what they're doing. So it is possible. It's just whether you'd rather watch something just about your club. But or you not. know what? It's 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 funny because there's a trap that people fall into, and we did this with Ball Street a bit as well. Is that uh, it's it's it, you want to have conversations. We do we do Rem and I love it like the podcasty thing where you get a group of people together and they talk about they talk about footy. I think it's brilliant and I always enjoyed Social Club for that. There was a value to it when you got multiple voices, multiple experienced voices talking on things. Whereas I look at like ninety minute try to copy that, and it's a bunch of young lads who I don't who are, I think they're very very millennial and very ugh, Twitter culture. It's just it's just a bit fucking bantery shite and I don't I, I don't fucking enjoy that and it's very but it's very easy to go down that route when you talk about other football teams and what happens is the problem with top generic football content is it's the same problem with everything there's too many football clubs to talk about and you're dead right the niche thing is is what everyone wants it's so hard to produce stuff that's that that serves everyone and you'll end up down this rabbit hole of well you just end up doing Arsenal content every week or Man United content or Liverpool content, and then it ends up being like the other six, the other fourteen clubs in the Premier League don't get saved, and then God knows who's saving the other fucking the rest of the clubs in the football in the football pyramid. I just, like do, do, you say the football daily? Do the one who's cracking it's actually um, Brian and Lawrence on the kickoff? Mm. Like it's not not really my cup of tea in terms of like the the, the kickoff. I've done it before. It's not really my cup of tea. The the, the content itself, uh, but they what I what, what I wonder what it is because their, their stuff is. It's them two just talking to camera doing the stuff and I wonder whether it's just that does all YouTube content really have to be does it have to be people to be truly big and massive because you go to YouTube and you look at the fucking walls in YouTube it's 95% one person talking one person talking to camera I wonder if it, anyone will ever get it such that you can have real you know, you'd be able to get that length. But of you depth could broadcast a TV channel. Is that what you you sort so, of saying? Yeah, like but do different be- programs covering different things. Yeah, I don't because I don't think anyone's truly crafted because everyone just ends up doing a really bad version of Match of the Day. Or you know, but the, 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 and this is the issue. And listen, we've had it with Ball Street over the years and, and and Social Club. Even though I love that as a show in its first iteration, um, the, the 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 difficulty is you're not an expert in anything. Now yeah. we may we may know more about Liverpool than others, um, you know, because of how much we talk about it. Maybe some people do classes as experts, whatever. We are definitely experts on our opinions Have of we Liverpool. Ten thousand hours in to become world class, probably. probably yeah. we, but we we are experts in our opinions yeah. of Liverpool, yeah. if nothing else. 
you when you're having a conversation about um, like I'm having a conversation about Man United, it's it mate, it's fluff. You know what I mean? A Man United fan wouldn't watch that and go, oh, he knows what he's talking about. Yeah. And that you're already onto a loser there. I think you're dead right because the, the the problem I remember that speech I gave at the football blogging awards years ago was how we exist because no one gives a fuck what. Um, Robbie Savage thinks about Liverpool, and that's the that's the that's the problem. You then right is you end up having, the, and that's where I think like ninety minutes falls flat on its face. And they, to be fair, they do decent they do decent views amongst for all those type of channels. It's relatively healthy that channel, but it's one of the reasons I fucking can't stand it is because of that. Is because you have to you you can, we can sit down, we can walk into a room and sit down and just talk about Liverpool because we are so ingrained in the culture. We watch every game. We're up to date on every news story. And that's that, that's the difference between, that's why niche club content has an audience and I think has a, has a long-term future because there's, there's too much football for one, for a, for, for a pundit, to, for professional pundits to watch. Whereas if you get like Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville or whatever, and they do the deep dive analysis stuff, great. But they obviously take the time to do it. Which when you get match of the day, you have Danny Murphy rocks up like five hours beforehand, and they have them all the whole games on like a screen. You can't. It's impossible to have watched all that stuff, so it's impossible to have a fully formed opinion. So and, never, and footballers, football pundits cut corners all the time because they think they've got this god given because I played the game. My opinion's more more valid kind of thing. So they spout they they'll fall back on bullshit arguments. I talk about shite as well. To be fair. Um, so yeah, it's 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 a I I, w- I it's it's that I wonder whether anyone will do it because what we all, what we always try to do with that the ball street stuff was that trying to get those voices for every single for every single thing so you've got someone to call upon, but it was so hard to so hard to do that it just makes me wonder whether a channel will ever. Well, you're be almost going to gonna need it. if you're going to run it like that, you're going to need minimum twenty presenters. That work for you and are willing to come in once every four weeks or something to talk about their team. And let's be honest, where are you basing this? So we've tried this. That's London, isn't it? Well, exactly. Well, you're based in London, but that still means that you man, well, all of your northern pundits have got to travel down south, and all of your or you get a London-based one, in which case that that will piss off Liverpool fans from Liverpool. Yeah. So yeah, it's it's not it's not easy to do, even yeah. if you get the people from, to represent every club but it's fascinating with the copper 90 stuff i'm interested to see what they do because obviously they've reinvented themselves so successfully so many times down the years and i just wonder what whether, whether this is like the what they do what is the next thing because the moment they're doing like people who i don't really know some i guess footballers and that playing jenga and, and that and that's got all the hallmarks of like hey people are sat a bunch of people who are like analytic people are sat in a room going well, we've got this. What can you know? This and this. Well, this should. Yeah. This hundred percent of our audience like Jenga. Let's do a video with Jenga. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. yeah. And, and, and there's a, there's a lot of that kind of stuff going to see like Football Republic are doing. Here's some people eat, um, eat hot sauce or something while they're doing stuff. And you know, you hear like, we get this all the time. People, 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 companies pitch ideas to you. What we're gonna get you doing is this, and we're just like, e, nah. Is that like? Like five years ago, people doing. We had something good the other day. We're gonna get you doing forfeits. Nah, you know, right? No, done forfeits. It's fine. If you want to get a bunch of fucking fifteen-year-olds to do forfeits on fucking videos, be be my be my fucking guest. But it's mad that the, the copper stuff. Think about like fucking Spencer started on copper as the FIFA as the, as the FIFA player, 
you've got obviously opposing videos. These guys have all become fucking megastars off the back of that channel. It does make me wonder what's the whether that whether they are going to be the platform that launches the next dot dot dot, or whether we're just going to slowly see it trail off because as we've seen it, it's a bit. You've had so much backing for so long. We were one of the original backed YouTube channels, weren't they? Yeah, Copper ninety, like yeah, absolutely, yeah, mm, fascinating stuff. Let us know your thoughts on the Copper ninety stuff in the comments below. Uh, and what of yeah? What um, we really should do is just get a comment below, show up the two of us before poets and Vooge do it on their own. Let us know if you'd like that in the comments. Make comment below, like football comments below, <laughs> without poets and Vooge. We'll put them in the in the hashtags and the fucking in the uh, tags and all that kind of stuff. Oh, get definitely. A bit of the traffic. Yeah, love it. Can't be asked. Maybe. I'd do it. Okay. That's your channel. It's the channel we everyone's been clamouring for. Payjax comment below. I like that. Yeah. If you want to see Payjax comments below, drop a like. Um, if you're listening to this on podcast apps, give it a five-star review and leave us some nice comments. Once again, I've, we've come to the end of it. We've mentioned this. You mentioned that we're nice comments. We were meant to bring them up. We didn't. Next week. <laughs> Definitely not next week. Um, and if you're on YouTube, uh, drop a like. Subscribe to the channel as well. And if there's bits, uh, favourite bits from podcasts in recent weeks that you'd like to see us chuck out there for the rest of the world to look at, let us know them uh, in the comments below. Um, comments below. Thank you very much for watching and for listening. See you all soon. Ta-da. Comment below. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.